You seem hungry. Good thing your table is ready with Fatterday Omaha. Fatterday Omaha. Eat this. Hi, it's Dave Zorko with Fatterday Omaha. We are here on another episode of Food Recognized Food, in this case with Allie and Chase Woodward of Countryside Cones. And how are you guys doing today? We're doing awesome. Wonderful. Happy to be here. It's been an exciting few days with our new restaurant, and yeah. we look forward to talking about it. I love it. You guys just had your first opening day from where our conversation is at now last Saturday. So, And we are sitting here um, just a few days later uh, on a Tuesday. So you haven't been open that long. So how are things so far? I'd say we're off to a really great start. It's been busy. I mean, I don't think there's been a moment that there hasn't been a customer in the shop. Awesome. So yeah, we're still trying to figure out a lot of things, but I think overall it's it's off to a really great start. So far, so good. So, so the doors are open, customers are coming in, and uh, I, I've seen, you know, there's been a lot of uh, media interest as well. Uh, we're in Countryside Village here. There's a, you're surrounded by some good uh, restaurants as well. Got Timber Firewood Bistro that's close, and Koji right next door, Dave, oh, yeah. Dave Utterback's place. That's, that's right. right. It's really been a renaissance, it feels like, here in Countryside Village. Yeah. Um, even when we were thinking about this six months ago, there were still some spaces to lease. Yeah. Um, and now that we've opened our doors, I think the entire shopping center is leased out. Wow. Um, with a lot of great restaurant interest and, and more good places coming. Yeah. yeah. That's what really we hear. Excited, so. Yeah. Well, I, I saw so uh, Moot's uh, Pizzeria. I think he's got an oven. I'm waiting for that spot to open because he makes some awesome pizza. Uh, Colin Atkinson is, oh, is super yeah. cool. So, yeah, I think this community <laughs> needs a pizza place just like it needed a uh, ice cream shop right here. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that we're going to complement each other, and we're excited for when he opens. That's super cool. So, you know, what a, what an awesome spot to be in. And uh, we're actually sitting in the basement of the Village Grinder right now, right? So um, there's uh, coffee and things above us and and cookies uh, that are uh, afar uh, behind uh, both Allie and Chase right now. So uh, an, an interesting uh, venue for sure. So this is very cool. And I, I thank them for uh, providing us a, a place to be and a place to talk because your guys' spot, Countryside Cones, was really busy, so which really is great. Busy, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess we should have done some better planning, but um, yeah, at least we found a quiet spot here, so it would have been a little too noisy at our shop, which is a good problem to have. Oh, so. it, it was great. So, so I, I pulled up. I was a little bit early today, and uh, I, I pulled up. There were people outside sitting at the. You guys have a couple of like two topper, you know, tables outside that people can sit at. There were people inside, um, and there was a lot of fun uh, happening inside. It's a fun environment. You know, you know, kind of a, a pink and white uh, motif inside, clean, fun, um, and you can see all the toppings and sprinkles and things like that. And um, there were a couple little kids that were getting, you know, getting their uh, custard uh, with their toppings on it and picking things, and you know, uh, just you know, just fun faces happening there. Yeah, wholesome and, uh, fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's one of my favorite things so far is seeing people just standing in front of the store. Yeah. Um, it, they're kind of loitering. I feel like loitering has a negative connotation to it, but it's also like the community um, gathering. Yeah. For me, since we've been open four days, my favorite part has been reconnecting with old friends in the neighborhood that are coming to support us and standing out fr- outside the shop and yeah. and talking about what have you been up to the last five, 10, 15 years since I saw you? 
Right, right. Well, and we were talking a little bit before the show. So, Chase, you you are very familiar with this area. You you've been in this area for a while and uh, went to school around here as well. So, right. you, you're really like back in your neighborhood here. Yeah, absolutely. I I grew up, went to Swanson Elementary School, which is just just a few blocks away from Countryside Village. Yeah, ended up going to Westside High School. I just have so many good memories of of this Midtown Omaha. What, what used to be West Omaha, but now I'm calling Midtown Omaha. Kind of is. Kind we're of out is. to 200 and X Street way out there, yeah. Um, so many good memories about um, this area and the shopping center. Um, there's a lot of history here. When um, So we, I went away and did some medical training and met, met Allie when I was in residency. Um, she's a nurse out in Philadelphia, and, yeah. and we came back, and we actually bought a house not too far away from here, and it's been fun to learn about um, the history of this neighborhood going back to the 1950s, yeah. and Countryside Village is part of that, and it, it, it just kind of feels like we're investing in the greater neighborhood here yeah. in Midtown Omaha. Yeah, because there isn't, I in fact, I, I'm just kind of processing here, I can't think of a local ice cream shop that or you know or or custard or gelato or anything that's really anywhere close around this There's area you have to travel code. There's zero yeah. I did my research It's so, a dessert desert <laughs> Watch your spelling on that one is yes yes dessert so good it gets two s's Yes ooh I like that It's it's super even That's fantastic So longtime listeners of of this show uh quite often when we are talking about individual restaurants. Usually we do a fun zip code read. And Ali, I think you said this is the only uh, ice cream or related shop here in the zip code. What is the zip code right here? 68114. They're, they're straight from Ali's mouth. There it was. 6, and 68124 is ours and there's also nothing in that zip code. So so, so, so definitely covering the dessert desert with your own dessert of, yes. of which is custard. Frozen so custard. what made you decide to go with Custard versus ice cream or sorbet or gelato or, you know, glasses of horchata. I don't know. What's, uh, <laughs> what's, uh, what land did you in custard? I insisted on it because I grew up in New Jersey, so we spent most weekends going down to the Jersey Shore. Yeah. I mean, other than the ocean, the beach, I mean, the other thing that goes with Jersey Shore is frozen custard. Frozen custard. So you walk the boardwalk and you have your custard in hand and... It's just a pastime. It's it's special to me just because I have a lot of family memories getting frozen custard together. And um, I, I like the taste of it, too. It, it's a lot creamier than ice cream. It is. It is. Um, it's a little denser. It has a different, just kind of smooth um, taste to it. And that's what I wanted to bring here. So just because it was my childhood, I, I wanted it here in Omaha. Because, yeah, you can find some traditional frozen custard around Omaha, but uh-huh. um, not really the soft serve, which I think is what makes it a little bit more unique, this soft serve so, custard. So teach me a little bit about that. So, I, I mean, there are some chains around that serve a, a frozen custard product, and so yours is a little bit different, and I know, like, 10 Wally's for their ice cream, right? They're, you know, 20% butterfat, and I know, like, so you've got butterfat, you have, you know, air mixture uh, yep. overrun I think yeah. it's called oh, yeah. you know um, all about that knows the chemistry of ice cream yeah. <laughs> so so tell me about yours and how maybe it differs or what is it educate me please yeah well frozen to be classified as frozen custard it needs to have at least 10% butter fat and it has to include egg yolks that's ah, okay. I feel like the key to what differentiates it from ice cream or 
premium ice cream, which is also a classification. Sure. Um, so this is premium ice cream because it has at least 10% butter fat, but with the egg yolks added to it, um, it becomes custard. Nice. So, and the overrun is less in custard than you'd find in soft serve ice cream. Right. Um, and which the has overrun, a lot yep, of the air, air that you right? add into it. Yeah. Some soft serve can be, I mean, 100% overrun. So half of it is air. So it's very light. Right. Um, hard ice cream is going to have much less, obviously, if it's thicker. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that makes sense. And and uh, I was able to to try some of the uh, custard uh, as uh, when I uh, rolled up, and uh, it's uh, very delicious. Um, your uh, staff was quite kind to me because I asked them for a little bit of a special request. So they have, um, they have a mini, you know, you have a mini and a regular dish and I don't usually eat a ton during the week. So I, you know, I was like, Oh, I'd kind of like, I was like, can you put a little bit of each of those in there for me so <laughs> I can try them? And they did. And I thank them <laughs> and I thank you for that. Um, so because I also had them sneak in something that has no milk or anything in it, which is your guys's Dole Whip. And uh, pineapple um, on on tap today, as it that's were. Right. So, yes. and that's a that's a vegan option as well, right? Yeah. So. so we have two vegan options. We we're trying to keep the menu really simple by offering. Yeah. We have chocolate and vanilla custard, and then the only other two options we have are a vegan vanilla uh-huh. and the Dole Whip, which will rotate the flavor of that. But pineapple, we had to start with because that's the classic Dole Whip flavor. Sure. Yeah. Pineapple and it's uh, it's it's a little you know consistency is a hair different of course than the custard because there's not egg yolks and, and milk and, and things in there. Um, but I I think it's I think it's such a creamy delicious option. So good. I, it's I dig refreshing. it. Yeah, it's vegan. It is very refreshing. Free. Yeah, it still has a kind of creamy um, consistency to it, and it's just yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, Dole, Dole Whip has a national reputation with the Disney resorts. Right, um, yeah. is is where at least I learned about it, and I think it has a strong following amongst Disney people. Yeah, um, but it's been fun the last four days. A lot of people haven't heard of Dole Whip. This is their first experience with it. Yeah, um, and they really, really like it. Yeah, uh, because it's vegan, it's dairy free, it's delicious. What's not to like? I I would agree. I hundred percent, and and it's totally nice because there's a lot of times where you know somebody's going to go out, and maybe they can't have you know dairy or something along those lines, and it's like here's a great option. It eats just the same way as soft serve. It's very delicious and good, and uh, I I love that pineapple punch that's in there too. It's got some good flavor to it. So what what type of milk do you do you use? Do you use an, an almond milk for the Dole Whip? Or if you're at liberty to say, uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to get into any trade secrets of countryside cones here. But, uh, <laughs> uh, not for the Dole Whip, but for the vegan vanilla, um, where it's oat milk. It's oat milk. Is okay, our great. base for that. Cool. Oh, that's great. So if you if you have somebody that uh, now there there are of course nuts in the shop, but right. if somebody wanted to get uh, an ice cream in this case that is not only dairy free but but nut free, then you could go with that with that option with the oat milk. So that's very cool. Yeah, that was part of our decision for choosing one with an oat milk base. Yeah, um, yeah, and everything that we have is you know just all natural. I wanted just really whole natural ingredients, so that's yeah. what we. And as we've opened, um, the questions that I've received from customers, I'm, I'm also kind of the um, amateur social media <laughs> frontline <laughs> communicating with people. So many folks are asking about the vegan option. Yeah. I'm so far really happy that we've prioritized that in one of our ice cream machines. 
because uh, there's a significant chunk of our community that is interested in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just nice to have those options because it's, you know, it's like if you're going out to a, a, a savory non-dessert restaurant, you show up and the only thing that's on the menu is some sad little iceberg salad for you. It's kind of sad, but, um, you know, in, in your case, going and looking at that, that menu, you've got a pretty much an even amount of, of dairy and non-dairy options. And so, um, you know, if you're, if you're not doing the dairy, you can feel right at home and, and you can pick something out there that you like. Yeah. So. And I think we've gotten a lot of positive feedback on the the taste of the the vegan ice cream too, or frozen dessert. Yeah, De- definitely. I, I'm not at all follow any dietary restrictions, but I tried to vegan vanilla, and uh, it's really good. Yeah. Yep, and and same here. I I don't don't uh, don't have anything that I'm limited to there, but uh, I w- I would order the Dole Whip anytime, and yeah. I, I haven't tried the vegan vanilla yet. So I'll and you can twist them together, which is also kind of special. So and then um, we're gonna do some gluten free. Homemade waffle cones too. Oh, cool! Which are also vegan, and they're vegan. Yeah, <laughs> I Great. learned that was one of the questions I had to look up and answer <laughs> yeah. from one of our potential customers. Do you have vegan waffle cones? Yes, we do. Yes, we <laughs> officially researched <laughs> and officially a yes. Well, I, I can tell you, opening the door, and this is radio, so well, and even video wouldn't get this one across. the The delicious smell of the waffle cones walking in is wonderful. So that was very, very cool. So, Ali touched on this. Um, a minute ago, but yeah. the, the simplicity of the menu was was part of the vision for this. Yeah, um, I've there have been some ice cream shops that have uh, been in Omaha and they come and go. I remember some ice cream shops when I was growing up that were hard packed. I mean, really great quality ice cream. Yeah, um, but uh, it, 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 there were so many options. Um, we wondered if if that made the experience. Uh, sometimes slow. Sure. Um, okay. Like if a baseball team rolled in or <laughs> yeah. we're, we're right next to several schools here. So part of our initial vision is keeping things simple in order to efficiently serve customers a, a quality product. And we did have our first baseball team come in from, oh my. Uh, from Papillion, uh, came in on Sunday. Sunday. Oh, day and two. Day yeah, two. <laughs> yeah. It was exciting. And uh, we got them in and out in like 10 minutes or less, which I, which wow. I thought was great. That is great. Considering our, our staff is really yeah. ju- just coming on. Yeah. So. No kidding. Yeah. So and that my- was our goal. We anticipated having rushes like that after sporting events, and that was our first test, and I think we passed. We passed. <laughs> well, yeah, especially with Westside being so close, if that football game or whatever lets out, then uh, you yeah. know, pr- prepare. <laughs> so that's that's awesome. So well, so okay. So one of the things I wanted to talk about were, were any you know challenges and things and in, in getting this started and and things like that. But so you have your your memories from from Jersey that you're bringing here. What and and so there's obviously a strong tie there. But and and I should say we talked about kind of filling a, a niche here. There isn't any you know dessert uh, place like yours uh, anywhere close or in, within a couple of zip codes. So what what was the impetus that that really made you go okay because you're both in the medical community what made you decide to say let's get into food like what what ha- what was the mental process there Yeah well we have three children that they're young they're um 4 2 and 8 months old Awesome oh little one Yeah so after we had our oldest Claire um I stopped working as a nurse uh-huh. um and was at home with her but I've always wanted to do something outside of the home still. Um, And we've always talked about 
having some sort of small business down the road and how that would be fun and a good way to be involved in a community. We didn't know what sort of small business that that would be. Um, Until recently, we have been enjoying just walks around our neighborhood with the kids after dinner. And so many times I've just said, man, I wish there was an ice cream shop nearby to walk to that we could take the kids to have a destination in mind, get them excited about the walk. Um, And yeah, for me, that it also brings me back to New Jersey, just with my family. That's exactly what we would do after dinner, go out and have a quick cone. And yeah. I just love having those memories and I want my kids to have the same memories of, you know, being with your family and kind of a wholesome fun way. Yeah. So yeah, it just kind of came to us. Well, maybe an ice cream shop is the answer. Yeah. It, it was really just a community need and us wanting to try something different. Awesome. So, so all the, and, and a fun shop and a fun idea and you guys wanted to have fun with it and, and do something yeah, there as we well. Yeah, something near our house, wow. selfishly. So. Sure. <laughs> and something very kid friendly. You bet. Yeah. And I think that's going to be a strength of the shop um, going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's very approachable and it's fun right when you walk in and it's, it's decorated in a happy way. You know, you come in there and it's just, it's a nice place to be. So that's very true. How, how long ago did you start planning for this because I, I know it just wasn't okay we're gonna unlock the door and do some ice cream so like you know yeah we started toying with the idea probably a year ago maybe and then it wasn't really until december that we really decided to go for it which <laughs> you can talk about it it was a, <laughs> it was a very busy time but well we just had our new baby is that what you're talking about yeah, yeah that's busy yes we decided we were kind of interested in this and then you just start kind of moving forward, and we had our designer come in and consult. Well, we reached out to Countryside Village to see if they had any interest in an ice cream shop. Right. And they said yes. And then <laughs> uh, we just looked at some of the bays, and yeah, we just kind of kept going. <laughs> <laughs> and momentum slowly builds. Yeah, then, we, then you realize uh, we're really going down this and if, I mean, if we're opening an ice cream shop, we want to be open in the <laughs> summer. So it was like, well, we need to keep oh, moving yeah. to be open in the summer. So that that was important. That I think pushed us to really start going for it. So really, we we opened it within um, seven seven to eight months of oh really goodness. of really having the idea to go forward. Oh wow, that's crazy. So and then did you did you work together to design? A menu? Did you consult anyone? How how did that come about? You obviously knew knew that you needed some some frozen custard and you know probably a you know chocolate and vanilla or a natural. But like how how did how did the menu come together? Yeah, uh, we didn't really consult too many people. We just knew we wanted to keep it really simple, and yeah. as long as we had chocolate and vanilla, and then rainbow and chocolate sprinkles. I was going to be good. That's all I wanted. But I knew we had to have probably a few more options. So uh, we added, there's, yeah, probably five dry toppings, five sauces, and then the two custard flavors and then the two vegan options. And and that's it. I mean, there have been some other things we toyed with with the menu. Um, yeah. We were going to do dipped cones where you, you dip the ice cream and you get the shell on yeah, it. Yeah. But we did away with that um, just for simplicity, the sure. menu, and um, there's other places around Omaha that you can get that. Maybe we'll bring it back. Um, and then we decided to have just a few kind of specialty cones on the menu. We didn't uh-huh. want a lot of different like Sunday options, so we picked 
Yeah, I saw like a s'mores on there that yeah. looked really good. <laughs> I guess some of the research just came from social media and following a lot of other ice cream shops around the whole country. And something that caught my eye and kept catching my eye was these filled cones where they actually fill the inside of the cone with the sauce instead of drizzling it on top. Oh, hello. I said, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> like that, that looks good and that also looks easy to do. So... Um, we decided that our specialty cones would all be filled with a sauce yeah. and then rolled in a topping and then um, just a fun little candy or chocolate on top of it. Um, and then each of them, well, now I'm getting into um, our characters. We have four little mascots for the shop, these uh-huh. little animals that kind of look like a round little marshmallow, squishmallow kind of stuffed yeah. animals that are popular with kids. So each of those characters has a specialty Cone. Oh, that's cool. So if you're a kid and you've got your favorite character and favorite cone, there's they can be like, hey, I want that. Do, do they have names? Oh, they do. Okay. All right. All right. So what are their names? So our, our main mascot is a seal and his name is Coco, which is C-O-C-O for Countryside Cones. Got it. Okay. Um, and he his specialty cone is actually one that's going to rotate. So it's Coco's Creation Station. So this month we have the s'mores. Okay, so that's a rotating one. Um, okay. Yep. And then the, all the others I think are going to be fixed. I mean, unless we decide to change it. <laughs> we can do anything we want. We can do anything. That's the fun part. Yep. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so then yeah. there's a polar bear, and his name is Percy. There is a walrus. Chunk is his name. <laughs> Good walrus. Chunk, Chunk is... Sad but lovable. He is, that's his personality. He's <laughs> like, like Eeyore. <laughs> Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. I, I think I might have taken my picture next to Chunk because after I got mine, is is he on kind of the the larger wall by the the hallway door over yes, there? So okay, he is. I, I think I met him earlier then. Yes. And then we have a penguin named Skater. I love it. I love it. Oh, I, I, that's it's, so, it's fun. So, so I, I have I have two topping questions. One is so uh, a a friend of mine really is always in search of chocolate sprinkles for his ice cream cone, and they're sometimes hard to come by. So you said that you have to you had to have rainbow and chocolate sprinkles. Yeah. Is that also a Jersey Shore uh, option there that you have to have the or is that just a personal that's- you must have chocolate sprinkles? That's personal because <laughs> my favorite, I mean, you can always find chocolate sprinkles at the Jersey Shore. So that's what I would always order was a chocolate and vanilla twist uh-huh. rolled in chocolate sprinkles. That was by far my go-to every single time. So I'm just a chocolate lover and then Chase's team vanilla. So Nice, nice. Well, good representation for, for both cones there. And and the other question I wanted question I wanted to ask you was about how the filled cones work because I haven't had one like that. And so I'm, I'm imagining a, a hole in the middle of a cone with a bunch of sauce in there, but I, how, how does that come together? Or how does that work? Cause I've never had one. Well, that took a lot of research too, to figure out what all these shops are using to fill their cones. And they're all using some sort of stick basically, but I wanted to find obviously a food safe stick to sure. use. So we ended up um, sourcing these stainless steel chopsticks that have been working perfectly. Nice. So yeah, you just stick it in there, uh-huh. twirl it around a little bit. It makes a core. Okay. Pull it out, fill the sauce. Then you can kind of cover that hole again with the with the stainless steel chopstick and then you're ready to go. And then you can roll it in some more toppings and 
you bite into it and it just kind of oozes out. I mean, it's delicious. That was going to be my next question. If there was some risk here, if I bit into it, am I going to get, you know, like strawberry everywhere or does it, does it naturally like just, uh, kind of build into the ice cream cone when you bite it. I'm guessing it does. So. It could spill out a little bit, but um, one of them has peanut butter in the middle, so it's a little bit thicker, so that won't spill out on you, and that will just kind of get incorporated into the ice cream. But yeah, I, I just think it's a fun, different way of adding that topping by having it in the middle. So, For sure, for sure. Yeah, I, I, that's that sounds exciting. Yeah, so but it's still cool. simple it's enough different. to make, and I, I think it still goes with our simple and kid-friendly menu. So. Hey, it's Dave here. We're going to head to some messages, but Fatterday Omaha will be right back with Allie and Chase Woodward of Countryside Cones. So hang on to your fork, stay right where you are, and Fatterday Omaha will be right back. Stay hungry. Hello, Dave Zorko here with Fatterday Omaha. On this episode, it's Allie and Chase Woodward of Countryside Cones. They're serving up custard as well as other cold treats, and we're going to get right back to our talk with those two. So thanks for being a part of the show because you're listening to us. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. So what's uh, so you said roughly seven months or so from the from the genesis of Countryside Cones to getting the keys, unlocking the door and, and having people come, come through. So what are some of the, the challenges maybe that you guys encountered trying to get this thing up and running and going? Well, um, it's, it's a tough time to start a business right now, really. Um, yeah. With uh, supply issues. I know we all talk about the supply chain and what that means, but, but yeah, it, it, um, it, 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 it was a problem. These, these ice cream machines are sophisticated pieces of equipment that are expensive and have many parts built to them. Including and computer parts, which... Like microchips. Are, yeah. um, and that was really the rate-limiting item for us. Yeah. Um, we wanted to open the shop when school let out because oh, sure. so many of our employees are um, high school students. Yeah. Um, so we wanted them to jump right in. Uh, but the ice cream... You can't, you can't have an ice cream shop without an ice cream machine. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, so... Um, we, we actually ended up switching the, the brand of ice cream machine. There's a few, uh, there's like four really big brands of ice cream machines that they make these really sophisticated units. And we ended up switching back and forth a couple times. Um, it was quite stressful. Three yeah. times. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. And one we landed on the delivery date just kept on getting pushed back, back, back. It so was back to September, August yeah. or September. End oh my. August, yeah. And then it's like, how did we get out of that? Allie hustled. Allie got on. I mean, there's no other word for it. I mean, you just got on the phone and started making calls to these producers, and we landed on a Taylor machine over in Iowa. Two, two brand new machines. I don't know how we managed to yeah. <laughs> secure those, but they were available, and we had them a few days later. Yeah, from Lamar's, Iowa, so not oh, even that far away. I was just in Lamar's, Iowa the other day because there's a whole lot of ice cream hanging out in Lamar's, Iowa because that's home of home of Wells Blue Bunny is out there. Yeah. So, Gotcha. Okay, so not only home of ice cream there, but ice cream machines apparently yes. as well. So, okay, so this is really interesting. So you went through three different potential manufacturers or, or styles of ice cream machine and that type of thing. And, and again, coming from the healthcare profession, how did you even know what ice cream machine to look at? You just can't go to Walmart or Home Depot and buy an industrial ice cream machine. So how, how did that work out? 
I did join a lot of Facebook groups for ice cream shop owners. Oh, which cool. Okay. Have actually been one of the most valuable resources. I mean, they're just a wealth of knowledge and you can just ask any question or search those groups um, for topics and people have already spoken to most of those topics. I think we've learned people in the ice cream business are pretty friendly yeah, and, and willing to help out. Like not only these online communities, which were critical, um, and I could see Allie engaging them and learning. Allie knows so much about ice cream and ice cream machines. I don't know that much. Well, I'm learning. It, it, <laughs> Quite a bit. Um, <laughs> but then we also, we were connecting with the Zesto down owner in Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. So a lady down there who owns a couple Zestos who had a used machine. And we went down there and visited. And she she offered us a ton of advice on opening an ice cream shop, which just goes, like, backs my point up. Like, these are yeah. friendly people that want to help each other. It's yeah. And cool. Well, that's uh, a good good pun, by the way, on that being cool of uh, people in the ice cream business. Um, the uh, but you know, it's it's such a fun treat to have. It's a fun environment. I don't I don't think most people go into a, to an ice cream shop. And it, if you go in and you're mad, you're probably not leaving mad because you're going in there for something fun. But that's so neat because that's one of those things that I've experienced talking to a lot of people in the Omaha and surrounding uh, communities, Lincoln as well. Um, you know, restaurant owners are, you know, usually willing to give you the shirt off of their back and uh, rising tide lifts all boats is kind of that that thing, I think. Well, okay, so let's see. Supply chain issues, we've gone through three different types of ice cream machines. Um, <laughs> yeah, any other challenges that you that you encountered The supply chain issues, I think, truly were the biggest issue. But, I mean, even, like, paper cups. So I have on order uh, branded paper cups for the ice cream that I ordered back in January that we still don't have. Oh, geez. So, uh, yeah, we've just been putting stickers on white cups for now. Of course, even white paper cups are hard to come by. So, um, yeah, you just never know what's going to be hard to find. For a while, it was hard to find cake cones. Um, oh man. Yeah. That seems to have gotten better, but it's just, it's wild how many things are hard to secure right now. Very, uh, random, uh, what is out of stock or or, what's happening. So, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting, interesting time to be in. So, um, as far as learning how to use the ice cream machines, or learning how to, because you're making waffle cones right there in the shop. Did you just buy the equipment and practice? What? How, how did that yeah. happen? Cool. <laughs> I, I was just curious. I was like, whoa. So. Well, I did some research too on waffle irons and uh-huh. bought the one that everyone recommended. And my manager and I, before the shop was ready, we just had the waffle iron at my house in the kitchen. And we just spent a few days just practicing and trying to perfect our rolling and I think we've got it down there's there's a learning curve but it doesn't take that long to pick it up and then before you know it you're making perfect waffle cones without any holes at the bottom that oh yeah the the ice cream goes straight through through and (laughs) and see the light you want to know that it's it's shut at the bottom so your ice cream doesn't melt through so that's cool. Well, that's neat. It's just so fun because you're you're have have either of you run a a business outside of this? Nothing like nothing this. like this. So you're not only learning how to run a business in this way, but then also getting into a whole different you know profession in addition to the things that you already know. Learning how to get all these things going, and then you know that's that's yeah, a lot. It's been fun for me because yeah, yeah even the business side of it, like I. Um, 
wrote a business plan. That was one of the first things that we did for this to secure a bank loan. And yeah, yeah, I don't have a business degree. I have a nursing degree. So I felt like, man, most people go to school for four plus years to learn how to put together these business plans. And I did it in about a, a month. I mean, just, yeah, I mean, I've, I've learned a ton there. And then um, hiring employees I've learned a ton about. And then the ice cream itself I've learned about. and the Oh, yeah, and we were talking about, and, like, food safety and things like that because that's a required thing that you have oh, to. Oh, gosh, and the food yeah. codes. I yeah. spent so many nights just looking through uh, the 300-some pages of <laughs> codes. Yeah, so so as far as putting the business plan together and, and that type of thing, so was is that something? Because I'm just thinking about somebody out there that may – have that kind of spark in their mind that might want to do something like you have done, but maybe is a little scared to, to make those steps forward. Any, any advice on those business plans or maybe things that worked well, or maybe online resources or any, anything at all that might help somebody listening to this going, man, I've always wanted to open my own place or do something, but I'm scared. Like, yeah, you know, so. I mean, I was nervous. I'm still nervous about it. I mean, it's only been a few days, <laughs> but <True. laughs> I guess it just seemed like something I wanted to try to do because it's yeah. something we wanted in our community. And I figure, man, if you don't try, you'll, you'll never know if you're going to succeed or not. And, um, I mean, yeah, there is a financial risk to it, but we felt pretty confident that this was a going to be a success. So we felt safer, I guess, and you know, taking that risk and investing the money. But yeah, again, I mean, you've got to get out of your comfort zone and, and try something new. That's how you grow and learn as a person. And already in seven months, I've, I've learned so much and I've met so many people too. I was going to say that's, that's the other huge thing is, is engaging with the community and networking. That's, that's been the most satisfying part. So far from my perspective, and, and it was so funny, you know, you were saying that, you know, Chase, uh, the connection in meeting people. And I think we talked early on about seeing the smiles of your customers, you know, that little kid that gets those chocolate sprinkles on their cone and they're like, oh, hey. The, the kids just get covered with chocolate ice cream, like their faces <laughs> and their shirts. And it's, it just makes you smile. You're like, this is this is what it's supposed to be like in the summer. That's awesome. Or in the winter too. Yes, yes, yeah. Don't <laughs> sorry, don't let sorry, the cold yeah. stop. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. So were the were the were your guys' kids taste testers on on some of this stuff? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, all three of them. Claire tries the vanilla every single time, and the rainbow sprinkles. I'm not sure she's tried anything <laughs> else. She but, likes vanilla like I do. Yeah. From a young age. Ruth is more adventurous, and she's had some chocolate and vanilla twists and some Dole Whip. And then the baby has also tried all the ice cream. <laughs> He'll take whatever's in your hand. He, he wants it. So <laughs> we've got a, a little ice cream monster there. But. Yeah, I mean, some someday they're going to be uh, teenagers and probably working at the shop. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to look down the road that far and kind of dream of what this might be. Yeah, yeah. You don't need a, a play kitchen at the house for the kids. You've got we've one. Got they can come and help one. sweep and, and, yeah. and clean up and wipe down. And, and it's <laughs> fun for them. They like doing that stuff. So. Well, so before before we kind of wrap things up here, I, I wanted to make sure that I got to ask you about places that you guys like to eat around Omaha and elsewhere, especially since we have a Jersey native. So um, <laughs> around Omaha and the surrounding community, where are some places you guys like to eat when you're not working and not making making ice cream cones, and what might people want to get there? Well, since we're right here in Countryside Village, um, I, I really think timber is excellent. Um, and yeah. I, I think it's gotten, they, they continue to make improvements to their 
uh, menu and and food as they go. It just keeps getting better. Um, I had the, the, just her burger the other day. Oh was, yeah, was delicious. Nice. Oh, and my go-to is their lamb burger. Oh, the lamb burger. Okay, I haven't had that. I've had I've had the Tim burger, which might be the one that you had, Chase. I have not had the lamb the burger. The lamb though. burger is delicious, and I think they put some sort of mint jelly on it too. Oh, nice. And. The Beef Wellington. Have you had that over there yet? I have not. Okay, so they only do that on Fridays and Saturdays, but <laughs> okay. it catches your eye. You don't see that on a lot of menus around here. Yeah. Um, so definitely something to check out. I have had the, because uh, they do the Chicago-style crust on Sundays, and I don't know if you've had that yet, but it's a Chicago huge deep dish-style pie. Um, so my, my co-host Sam and I ordered it. And in true Chicago pizza fashion, you only need a slice maybe two. And it's like, I, I'm, oh, you're yeah. good because it's spent big. many years in Chicago doing his training. So. Nice. The the crust has a, uh, a Parmesan, uh, crispy Parmesan coating on it. But like everything else there, it's wood-fired. And I've got to give them points because, you know, wood-fired is hard to cook with anyway because it's a living, breathing thing. And then to cook a huge pizza like that in there too has got to take some skill, so. Um, and speaking of other places around here, um, we, we're neighbors with Koji. Oh, yeah. Brand new. Dave Utterback's place. Yeah. We've been hearing about Dave Utterback's restaurant in Benson. Yoshitomo. Since, since we yep. moved back. And although we haven't made it down there, we've been trying to. Um, when three we, kids make we, it yeah, hard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we can't go sure. anywhere with three kids. So <laughs> when we saw they were moving in, we, we um, were very excited and we tried them. And uh, they've got the... I'm not sure if Yoshitoma is the same way, but they have the open kitchen format where you can see the chefs preparing the yeah. sushi. And we, we really had a nice meal. And being neighbors with them, we get to know the chefs, and um, they've been incredibly friendly yeah, to us. Yeah, great um, to know them. And just a little note, uh, they don't have a dessert menu that oh, I could oh, see. so you could come right next so door. Just <laughs> come right over. Not to give them any ideas, but come on over for a cone after your sushi. There you go. Awesome. And Village Grinder, I mean, we're sitting in their basement right now, so shout out to them. I've also been living off of their coffee the last two weeks as we've been trying to get this place open. Their coffee and their sandwiches. Patty makes a delicious turkey sandwich and egg salad sandwich. That has been my diet. I've been, been surviving on yes. that while you're opening a shop. So I, I, I've never been to Village Grinder, so you said they've got good sandwiches. Mm-hmm. But and, co- I mean, coffee and, and, coffee. and baked goods. Um, uh, yeah. Other restaurants we like, um, I feel like, are well-known in the Omaha community. Sure. Um, Au Courant. Yeah. Um, we know uh, And we always just Benji, get the ta- Benji Benji tasting menu. Yep. Ben Manson so. is a West Side guy um, and has some connections. Um, You're a Boiler Room I, I like, fan. <laughs> yeah. like the Boiler downtown. Room downtown. Block 16. Uh, block 16. The Inner Rail, I also... Oh, yeah. The Inner Rail is cool. A lot of great choices there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We were just down there. I've, I've always kind of liked the Smash Burger there. Like, I think it's it's a really kind of different burger that's still, I mean, it's really good. Yeah. And I was down there, and they just opened up the Lobster Roll um, place, and it's the same owner. So I got to meet the oh, owner, okay. and uh, like we were talking about, shirt off your back sort of restaurant owners. He gave me a lot of a lot of good advice. and Nice. Yeah, I tried the Lobster Roll, and, you know, we're not near the ocean, but it's uh, it's pretty darn good. I really liked it. Nice. Nice. And the other great part is it's fun for kids. So anytime you're a parent, you're looking for things like that. We've we've gone there a few times and really enjoyed it. 
For sure. Yeah, because they've got to, yeah, if you're going out there for, for drinks with friends, they have that or they have the outside area. There's games you can play outside and things like that. And you're right. And you have the, the outside and the insides. And the selection of restaurants there is super cool because it's very diverse and they're all local. So so that's that's really cool. I think I think Smash might be a chain, but all the rest of them, you know, um, WD Raclette is down there. Uh, Piero's place that does WD Cravings up, up there. And uh, yeah, good stuff there. That's very, very cool. So, yeah. And then I have, at, in my own backyard, I have a small, big green egg. Oh, nice. So I inherited that from my father. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, it's kind of a gag because it's a small, big green oh, egg. Oh, it's, <laughs> so it's only it's only a 14-inch grill diameter yeah. for, for my ever-growing family. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I enjoy, you know, going down to the, what's the butcher shop right down here, the meat shop? Um, or, or no, 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 the, the one in love, Fairway. Oh, Fairway oh sure. Market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, yeah. we'll pick something up and throw it on the, on the green egg. Nice. Yeah. Well, any, anywhere outside of the Omaha area, back in Jersey that you remember that are awesome, or anywhere else in your travels or anything like that that you wanted to, to tell people to go to if they're, they're heading out to the coast? Well, Philadelphia is where we met, and there's a lot of great restaurants in philly our very first date was at a restaurant called the dandelion down there which is um there's a chef in philadelphia his name is steven star and he has gosh at least a dozen restaurants probably in philly maybe Maybe, not that many but um they all have different concepts this one is kind of like an english pub okay kind of vibe and that's a good one to go to any of the steven stars in philadelphia or um if you head down to the Jersey Shore, if you find yourself in Ocean City, New Jersey, you've got to get a, a slice of pizza from Manco and Manco's and then end your meal with a cone from Core Brothers. Okay. It's frozen custard, and you'll love it. Well, and, and the other thing I wanted to ask you guys about, too, and we definitely have talked about you know memories of frozen custard and, and walking in New Jersey and that kind of thing, but I wanted to see if there are any other food memories that kind of maybe stick with you um, that kind of mean something you know to you. So I'll, I'll give you a couple examples of mine. Um, one, of course, and, and longtime listeners have heard me talk about my grandmother's cinnamon rolls 100,000 times. She lived in a little town in Kansas, a little tiny farming town. We go travel and see her, and she'd always have cinnamon rolls for me, guaranteed. And I'd eat one of those and play dominoes with my grandfather. Um, so, so yeah, one of the other one of the other memories that I had, you know, too, was uh, I used to bowl at a bowling alley in Papillion, and uh, I used to have like a dollar in my pocket, and I'd go get a basket of crinkle cut French fries, and they would cook them fresh, and they were super hot, and the ketchup was super cold, and I just really enjoyed it. And that's something I can almost taste that still today so for you chase and Allie, are there any of those type of dishes or family meals or those type of things that really you know just kind of mean something to you that that stick with you i guess i, I don't want to do ice cream again but i feel like that truly is a you, lot of you can there's nothing stopping you there, we have no moratorium on ice cream here. Um, uh, <laughs> my dad he just passed away a few months ago oh. and uh but his favorite thing really was to go um after dinner, especially on Sunday evenings in the summer when it was still warm out, he just loved going to these roadside stands, yeah, ice cream stands, custard stands, and you know, no frills, just you know, stands from the fifties that have never been updated, and that's just yeah, that's what he liked. He liked the charm and I guess nostalgia of that, and we we would do that, and I mean, he had tons of hobbies, but uh, that was one of the things he enjoyed doing with us and 
Yeah, I miss doing that. Even before we left for the Midwest, um, yeah. when we were leaving Philly, um, the very last place we went was um, Evergreen. Do you remember that? In New Jersey, which is one of these roadside stands. And, and we all got cones. and That's wonderful. Yeah, it's just such a pastime for my family doing yeah. that. So it, it means a lot to have a shop now of our own. And yeah, I wish my dad uh, could have seen it. Could Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. A couple things. We're, we're in countryside. There used to be a, bot- um, a boutique grocery store called um, Broadmoor Market. Yes. And that was a staple because we used to run over and get the twice-baked potato out of the deli here. Oh. Which was um, it was just the best thing I've ever tasted. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I was just a kid and it was available. But they would heat it up for you after school and we'd, we'd eat those twice-baked potatoes as a family. There's There was also... <laughs> A Burger King over on 90th and Center. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But it used to be a putt-putt golf there yeah, and some other and things. Yeah, okay. cage and things. Yes. And um, that just reminds me of high school and friends. Sure. And um, you're just thinking, you know, just thinking about things that really bring bring back some memories. There was a Baskin-Robbins in, in Rockbrook Village with a, a guy named Gus who worked behind the counter. And we I'd always get the bubblegum ice cream. Oh, yeah. Which I'm not, not sure why. Like you're just eating eating those chunks of bubble gum. It seems like a like a bad idea in retrospect. But yeah, there's a there's just a lot of like little traditions, and it, it might not it might not have been the fanciest food, but there's memories tied to them to, to food. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I I think you know I uh, I think I had said on a prior episode at one point too. Food is one of those things that probably is about as close to time travel as you can get, you know, if that's a recipe that carries through or an experience, whether, you know, that was your time, you know, in Jersey and, and you're able to have that memory here, give that memory to others. And, you know, same thing, like you said, with, uh, you know, with that twice baked potato, if you got one that maybe is kind of close, may not be ever, you know, as, as good as, but, uh, that's, uh, you always think back, you always think back when you ran over to the Broadmoor after school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah, uh, Broadmoor is a that was a great spot over there too. They were doing uh, they had Ferd's rye bread over there, which was a long time Omaha bakery, and that for a while was about the only place you could get it. And uh, oh, the other thing they had was uh, Tom and Jerry mix, which there's a whole boatload of egg yolks and a whole lot of sugar, and you mix it with like hot rum. It's a Christmas time dish, and so it's yeah. I suppose in a way, it's basically like a custard. In rum, um, so uh, yeah, it's kind of an interesting, interesting thing. That. <laughs> yeah. We lived in St. Louis for a year uh-huh. um, before moving back to Omaha, and they have something called ooey gooey butter cake. Have you heard of this before? I have heard of it. It's, it's a St. Louis staple. It's basically just butter, sugar, and it's but simple, but it's like a yeah. it's we need to bring that back to our ice cream shop okay. somehow <laughs> that flavor. Okay. Um, we'll try. Because that was amazing. That's that's <laughs> awesome. So that that has to go on my next St. Louis trip because it's so funny because you're, uh, Ali, you were mentioning roadside ice cream stands. Uh-huh. When I was in St. Louis last, I, I got a chance to stop at Ted, Ted Drew's. Uh-huh. And, you know, on Route 66, they've been there since, like, I don't know, the 50s or the 40s or oh, yeah. forever. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that and I was able to try Emo's Pizza, the the local, uh, either you love the Prevel cheese or, or you, you hate, hate it. it. Yeah. I liked yep. it. Yep. yep. I didn't mind it. Someone once said, this isn't really, they didn't consider it a pizza. He goes, I will never call that a pizza. This is, this is a snack. (laughs) 
because of the Prevel cheese. Because of the just, Prevel he cheese, he just would not give it pizza status. Because <laughs> it's it's what it's like provolone Swiss, and then I think something else, and it's it has it. It comes in like a Velveeta esque block, um, and it's a very uh, adhesive cheese. Uh, so and and it so it either has a very, um, you know, like we we're just saying, you're either all in on the Prevel or you're not. Um, and yeah, so I could do without it. <laughs> <laughs> now you have me thinking though about Philly cheesesteaks and how many of those we ate when we lived in Philadelphia. True. Yeah. Um, and how you have to order it uh, with wit or with without, and that's referring to the uh, fried onions. Nice and cheese whiz. That's cheese what they whiz put is on the critical that, so. ingredient. Yeah, and you know, there's this big competition culture with cheesecakes in Philadelphia, and cheese I yeah. cheesesteaks. Sorry, and I just always thought it was funny, like how good can you make a piece of bread <laughs> and cheap meat with cheese whiz onions? <laughs> like, isn't there a ceiling? <laughs> but who cares? Like the fun part is 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 going around and trying them all. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, anything else that you wanted to uh, talk about for Countryside Cones? Anything coming up or anything that you're excited about? And besides, hey, you've only been open for a couple of days, so you know, I'm sure you'd like <laughs> people to come in and try it. So yeah, yeah, come in and try it and. Um offer us a little bit of grace as we kind of work out all the kinks and employees are still kind of getting their bearings and yeah, we're working out all the kinks, but um, I think our product is still delicious and ready to go. So please come try it. Talk about Anna and the grinder. Oh, Because yeah, I just, think that is kind of a special It is special. Yeah. So our manager, Anna, is the daughter of Patty who owns the Village Grinder, which is where cool. we're sitting right now. Yeah. Connecting with her has been amazing, and she has been such a great manager to bring on. Her work ethic is outstanding, and I know she gets that from her mom. Yeah. Um, and her mom's shop has been here for almost 40 years. So wow. Anna wow. Um, has literally grown up in Countryside Village. So she's, I mean, she's a true villager, and she understands what it takes to run a small business. And it, it just makes us feel even more connected to the community. Um, yeah, and we're going to kind of work with Village, uh, Village Grinder. And we have ice cream sandwiches. And our, our cookies are going to be um, made here at Village Grinder. And I'm just really excited. And her mom, Patty, has just been a wealth of knowledge, too, for starting a small business and being in Countryside Village. So, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to um, another restaurant owner about how do you get that manager, you know, that, that person that lets you step away from the store and, and keeps it going. I'm like, isn't that a really tough position to fill? And yes, it is. And we, we were just so lucky to run into Anna, you know, a, a young woman who's very interested in the business and how do you, how do you keep her or how do you, how do you <laughs> yeah, you know, because she's talented and has her own ideas and it's just like, well, you need to show her what she can do. Um, by starting this business, maybe she'll go out and, and start her own and you support her and you show her the way. Yeah. And I thought that's kind of a cool way, a cool way to think about it yeah. because these really great talents, um, you love them and you hold them, but they're going to eventually have their own dreams and go. Just don't leave us too soon, Anna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we haven't even been in this as, a full week yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing is like the employees, they're, they're high schoolers. You yeah. know, they're in the neighborhood. We know their parents, a lot of them. They're not all right from the neighborhood, but... Many um, are, yeah. yeah and like, for a lot of them, it's their first it's job. Their, it's their first job. 
some of these high school kids are really sh- obviously really sharp and motivated yeah. and they hustle you know trying to recruit that post college person maybe not maybe might not have the same hustle uh, working at an ice cream shop so sure. um i think that's going to be a strength for us is the kids in the neighborhood doing doing the work. I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out because I, I think there's always this generational thing sometimes where it's like, oh, these kids don't want to work. Like, yeah, they do. They do. And you find somebody that has that spark and that that passion wants to to help you out. And I, I think it's so cool, like you were mentioning about your manager and like, you know, uh, Chase, you were mentioning, you know, the best thing you ever ate came out of Countryside Village, a twice baked potato from the Broadmoor Market. And here you are, where that memory was you're involving people that have a, a village grinder here so a 40-year history you have patty's daughter you're you're connecting all these things you know um uh, we did a show recently and uh the the owner of willie dogs which is a local local hot dog spot mentioned hyper local um and it, it's you know you're you, that's what you're doing here you, the the staff the memories the location and and all of these things how cool is that that's that's awesome. That's a good term, hyper local. Yeah, that's really what it feels like. The last few days. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, I I, I don't know if we can sum it up any better than that. Other than I I would just say that I the passion and drive and you know having that idea that genesis of let's do this and then not being scared to figure it out to figure out how to write a business plan where do i get an ice cream machine you know how do we do all of these things but because you 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 had that idea in your heart something that you wanted to do something that you wanted to commit to and you made it happen and now you're creating memories not only for yourself your family but for others around you i think is beautiful and it's very very cool thank you yeah yeah Yeah. thank you so much awesome you've got to try you gotta put yourself out there so and do it scared you don't have to pretend to i like that do it scared i I got that from elise myers who is a a tiktok um, (laughs) celebrity but is in omaha she's hilarious but uh do it scared that that is her motto yeah well and and you know there's a certain energy there that maybe you can harness that scaredness and channel it into into success so yeah just do it but do it do it scared. Do it scared. Okay. Yeah. Do it scared. Well, um, we Allie and Chase Woodward, thank you so much. Uh, owners of Countryside Cones, brand new. And here on the Saturday Omaha Show. And as we say, until we eat again, stay hungry. Our show is recorded and produced by Saturday Omaha and KIOS 91.5 FM. You can find more content on SaturdayOmaha.com.